I think it's meeting people where they are. It's ensuring that there's the right level of accessibility and that everything from applications to assessments to video interviews can be accessed through the right tools. Hello, and welcome to the Talent Acquisition Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Dull, and on this show, we interview today's industry leaders in talent acquisition to discuss challenges, best practices, and what the future holds. If you are working in talent acquisition and have always wanted to sit down with your peers at other companies to exchange ideas and learn, well, this show is the next best thing. Join us each week as we bring you a new expert interview and extract their expertise. This episode is brought to you by SageMark HR. Transform your recruiting practices with leading edge technology. Selecting the right recruiting solutions to enable your strategy is one of the biggest challenges leaders face today. You know technology will help, but searching all the options to find out what will work best for your specific needs can be both overwhelming and time consuming. At SageMark HR, we make selecting the right recruiting technology easy. Our proven process has helped companies such as 3M, Comcast, Stryker, Walgreens, and many more. Reach out to us at SageMark HR for a free consultation to learn how we can help you improve results with less stress and confidently change from reacting to leading. Hello, today we have a fun interview with my friend, Ari Lair. Uh, Ari is the VP of Talent Management and Acquisition, NDE&I at Comcast. Ari, welcome to the show. Thanks for being a guest. Hey, thanks for having me, Ryan. Long time no see. It's good to uh, good to see your face again. Yeah, it's great to connect. So if you wouldn't mind, let's start out by just doing a little bit of background. So get into your, your background a little bit and specifically kind of how you got started in recruiting and talent and, and what led you up to Comcast. I think uh, like most folks that uh, ended up in the recruiting and talent space, certainly wasn't my intent off the bat. I uh, graduated from school and fell into a career in sales, started out in retail sales and sales leadership, moved on to outside sales and leadership, and then decided that I wanted to do something new and sort of looking at the landscape, I wanted to do something that would impact the companies I work for. And if it wasn't going to be specific to revenue and focused on revenue, then it would be focused on the personnel, which is really a great way to impact the organization. So started in the agency side, uh, realized that wasn't really my bag and got an opportunity to move, gosh, I guess about 14 years ago into the corporate side of recruitment, leading recruitment teams in the telecommunications space, worked for a couple of smaller CLEC providers, got some great experience working, leading not only recruitment, but also leading learning and development, developing compensation plans for sales organizations. So some really good experience that sort of led me to my career here at Comcast. And I joined Comcast about seven years ago, leading recruitment for our Florida region. And then been very fortunate to work for some great leaders here. I'm um, working my way up now to the, my current role and really enjoying what I'm doing and the expansive nature of, you know, not just looking at the talent acquisition segment and external recruiting, but also focused on our talent management strategy and development of our internal employees, succession planning, things like that. And then, you know, importantly as well, diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives that we have and the strategies that we're driving and how that interweaves into everything we do talent-wise, but also into our community partnerships and, and different aspects that way. Great, great. Well, kudos. Yeah, really interesting and exciting career path for you. Let's talk a little bit more about your current responsibilities. So if you wouldn't mind, give a little context just kind of on like 
scope, um, you know, number of hires, kind of the types of roles and things, and then maybe go into some of the, the current initiatives that, that you're working on this year. Sure. So my team oversees all of our talent acquisition, talent management efforts for our central division cable unit, which is our Southeast and Central U.S. footprint, roughly a footprint of about 30,000 employees. And this year, we'll probably do roughly around 5,000 to 5,500 hires. That's a mix of everything from our frontline individual contributor type roles that are in high volume environments. So call centers, installation technicians, retail stores, things of that nature, all the way up to our executive level hiring in all of our different channels and functions. And again, encompassed in that is the external recruitment efforts and strategy, how we go to market to market our employer brand, but also our internal mobility strategy. So making sure that we've got the right awareness of who our high value and high potential internal talent is and giving them the right development paths, the right development plans and opportunities to move their careers forward. That's great. So what key initiatives are on the, on the docket this year in the, in the challenging environment that is recruiting? Yeah, so I think, you know, like most out there, we've certainly got a big focus on our diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts. And we actually say diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging here at Comcast, but really, you know, weaving that into everything that we do and, and having that focus. So ensuring that we've got the right representation, both in our internal talent pools and, and our ready now succession plans, but also making sure that when, as we're going to market, we're doing the right things to market opportunities out to the right representation within our communities. So I think that's a big focal point for us. Certainly, I think the market, when you look at the scope of the employment market, you know, is its own initiative and figuring out how we play into that appropriately and making the appropriate changes to the way that we do business from an employer standpoint to be competitive out there, to ensure that we're still attracting the best talent and that we continue to do so. And I think a lot of that has to, you know, be focused on you know, certainly areas of our business that are moving to a permanently virtual space and how we not only market those jobs appropriately, but how we ensure that we are building the right ecosystem internally to support success in those roles. And I think a lot of times, you know, people are focused on how do we make sure that there's the right employee experience? How do we make sure that, you know, we're setting up employees with the right equipment and things of that nature, which are all really important to ensuring success in that environment. But I think sometimes what companies will forget is ensuring that their leaders are armed to lead appropriately in that environment and the change management and the attention that needs to be paid towards ensuring that those leaders are armed to appropriately and and successfully lead in a virtual environment. And that can be a tough transition for a lot of folks. So ensuring that we really just pay attention to that and that we're giving them the right development and the right support to be effective in that mechanism. I think certainly looking at how we leverage technology appropriately. And I say that in that, you know, I think there's a tendency to think that more technology is always good, but I think it's important to look at not only the technology that you have, but how you're utilizing it, where you're putting it in the process, looking at doing appropriate pilots to make sure that the impacts that you want from the advent of technology and the addition of technology within your process are putting you in the right space, are giving the right candidate experience. You know, certainly looking at the candidate experience and 
how that impacts likelihood to accept job offers, likelihood for continued or, or new customership, and how people are, you know, perceiving our employer brand and tying that into, you know, their perception of us as a consumer brand as well. So I think these are a lot of the things that we're really thinking through and focused on this year and making sure that we just, you know, again, show up as an employer of choice and are able to provide candidates with the right experience, the right onboarding experience for new employees, uh, and really the right experience for leaders here to, uh, to onboard new employees. Well, that's great. And that's a lot. As always, you've got a ton on your plate um, in a challenging environment. So kudos to you. All of those types of things are really critical. I specifically appreciate how you talked about leveraging technology. That's my world and how I work with people. But you're absolutely right. It's not necessarily about all the tech that you need or just because it works for one person does not necessarily mean it works for you. It's about getting the right tech for your specific needs and the right blend of technology and human interaction to create the experience that, that, that you really want. And so that's really important. And I know that you guys think about that a lot and are very deliberate in that space. So that's excellent. So let's talk, you know, as you start thinking about the future and, you know, it's really interesting because your strategy, you know, a year ago was probably very different than it is now because the market is, is so different from an employment perspective and, and constantly changing. So you have to be pretty nimble and scalable. But as you start looking into the future, whether it's at Comcast or, or just the, the market or talent acquisition space as a whole, like what are some things that are either trends or things that you think about or that you're interested in that you see in the future? Yeah, I think certainly speed and efficiency are our key components right now. With the market doing what it is, you have a very limited captive audience and you know, certainly an audience whose attention span is going to be shorter than it might have been, you know, 15, 18 months ago. So with the increased competition that's out there with the different ways that companies are coming to market, I think ensuring that once you've got that captive audience that you are giving them an efficient process, but that also encompasses the right value for them during the process. So there's a real balancing act here between efficiency and and speed to market and speed to offer and start, but also balancing that with ensuring that you're providing the right levels of transparency into the roles, into your company culture, into the things that should be important to a candidate in making a hiring decision. And also on the flip side, ensuring that we're taking the time to do our diligence and assess candidates in the right way to assess their fit for the role and for an opportunity with us. So there's a real balancing act here, and you sort of hit the nail on the head there when you talked about technology and balancing out technology and human interaction and and how that interplays and having that right balance. And a lot of that comes with, you know, trial and sometimes error, frankly. And you've got to be willing to, you know, to go and pilot some things and, and try some new things and try things in a different way, a different order to really find where that impact is. And Along the way, you've got to be assessing that. So you've got to be looking at data to understand, hey, what are the implications to the candidate experience? What are the implications to drop-offs at certain points of the process? What are the implications to the hiring manager and the business experience? And really weigh all that into you know, how you're designing that process. And again, finding the most efficient way to have a valuable and insightful process, I think, is the key. Right. I think additionally to that, I think certainly we're continuing to see that you've got to meet candidates where they are. So the 
the way that we communicate with candidates, the means by which we do so, seeing now that, you know, text-based communication is far more effective in, in many places, you know, within our organization than email-based communication, which is sort of the traditional way that, you know, a lot of times we've communicated opportunities to candidates. So I think it's meeting people where they are. It's ensuring that there's the right level of accessibility and that everything from applications to assessments to video interviews can be accessed through the right tools and that we're giving people more options to be able to access. Ensuring that the way that we communicate with them is the way that they want to be communicated with, whether that, again, be via email, via text, via you know, different marketing opportunities. I think also looking at you know, the different entry points to the organization and thinking through what those look like. So, you know, does it make sense that we at some point go back to on-site interviews or are we finding that, you know, video interviewing continues to be the preferred mechanism for a lot of candidates? And in what spaces does that make sense? And in what spaces does it make more sense to ensure that they're, you know, getting access and the ability to see the environment in real time that they're going to be working in? So, There's a lot of those things to think through, but I think what it really boils down to is continuing to try to meet people where they are and in the way that is going to be most conducive and comfortable for them in making a decision as to whether or not this is the right place for them to advance their career and continue their employment. You know, again, I think automation continues to be a focal point and and I think will be, but I think, again, it's balanced out by where does that automation make sense and where does that human interaction need to be? Where does that engagement required so that those technological steps in the process can have the most impact? So thinking about something, for example, like an assessment and is, is it appropriate or is it beneficial to deliver an assessment in an automated fashion prior to having any sort of you know, human interaction? Or does that human interaction initially carry value in engaging that candidate and ensuring that they take the time to complete that assessment? Is there value then in having that, again, that human interaction on the forefront rather than pushing that behind the automated delivery of an assessment? You know, and that's just an example of the things that you've got to continue to test out and figure out really what makes most sense and what provides the most convenient and comfortable process and experience for the individuals that you're uh, recruiting. Yeah, I think those are some great thoughts and, and great information there. I think from my perspective, it's interesting because there's been a definite shift in the market and specifically in the clients that, that we work with, um, trying to help them think around what their process is, what the experience is specifically is that, you know, historically, even though people have talked about candidate experience for a long time, historically, it's been really a, a company driven experience, right? It's we believe in candidate experience, but on our time kind of thing. And, and so really that's kind of shifted here in the last year with a lot of clients I'm working with. And I think it's really great in that it's evolving more towards almost a candidate-driven experience where you leverage your technology and your process to allow them to move through it at their speed, especially on the front end of the process and, and reach out and engage individuals when, when needed, but also move through the automated elements at whatever speed that they're comfortable with and digest content and information in that. And where, you know, hey, if they wanna drive it fast and be hired, applied today and be hired tomorrow, in some instances, some of my clients can do that, which is pretty amazing. 
And other ones are, are running through it saying, hey, look, you know what? We want to mandate the human touch at this element. We still want to have this. And that's not necessarily wrong or right. It's being flexible in your model to, as you say, you know, meet the candidates where they are and deliver the, the experience that they're really looking for. So I think that's great. And it's great to talk about, you know, building that type of model out takes time, takes effort, takes the innovative minds to think about it. So uh, kudos to you for going on that journey. And I'll definitely be watching. Yeah, I think, you know, the key there also is to leverage the insights and feedback that you get from candidates based on their experience to help you drive decisioning and what your process looks like. And I think that's a big key for me as I think through that is how do we leverage those insights? How do we take, first of all, how do we ensure that we're implementing the right surveys and questions and things like that so that we have the right mechanism to collect that feedback? But then how do we leverage that feedback in the right direction? How do we ask the right questions? And how do we use that feedback on our end to influence our business partners and get them to understand the importance? And so I think one of the keys for us is, you know, looking at candidate experience data, but asking the questions of, you know, how people's experience in a, as a candidate would drive their, you know, potential to continue or to, you know, to start a customer relationship with an organization and, and to be able to go back to the business and say, look, you know, the experience you're driving during this interview process what that's doing is having this exact impact and data driven, you know, is having this exact impact on the likelihood of someone to want to be a customer of our organization. When you start to have that conversation with them, you start to drive, you know, the thought process around, you know, revenue and around those type of things and how these things can tie in together. You get a very different reaction from a business leader and they start to understand that impact and start to put more thought process around again, what is that candidate experience and how do I ensure that they are having the most positive experience possible? Yeah, well, that's great. So last question for you, what piece of advice would you give others in the talent acquisition space? Yeah, I think the biggest piece of advice that I would give is test, 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 pilot, pilot, pilot. It's very easy to sort of jump on you know, bandwagons and trends that you're, you're seeing out there in the industry, but what works for some doesn't work for all. And you really need to figure out what things fit into your recruiting culture, what things fit into the experience that you want to provide and that you want to own. And that experience should be an illustration of your organizational culture. So, you know, be transparent, but test the way that things fit into that process and don't be afraid to course correct. Don't be afraid to make changes and be nimble and be flexible as you start to see results from different testing and different pilots and how things are fitting into your process. That would be my biggest piece of advice is, is don't be afraid to change. Don't be afraid to evolve. Don't be afraid to course correct. This market is moving a million miles a minute. And those of us that are able to be nimble, able to be flexible, are open to making fast change and, and fast forward mentality. Those are going to be the ones that of us that continue to be successful and are able to provide you know, the best experience overall for candidates, which is really what this all boils down to. Well, great. Well, Ari, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate it and always enjoy chatting with you. So thanks a lot for being a guest on the uh, Talent Acquisition Leaders podcast. Pleasure as always chatting, Ryan. Thanks for having me. All right. 
We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Talent Acquisition Leaders Podcast. If something we said today resonated with you, please subscribe, rate, and download our podcast and share the episode with your network. Ready to transform your recruiting practices with leading edge technology, just like our other clients at 3M, Comcast, Stryker, and Walgreens? Then reach out at sagemarkhr.com for a free consultation.